Well, welcome to your listeners to Drive Time Big Q&A here on Faith FM. You're listening to the program that responds to the difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion, and the Bible. This is the program where we look at world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. You're listening to Hugh Heenan currently speaking to you live from Adelaide uh, here in the, the beautiful city of churches and uh, uh, have the great joy of this week sharing with you in a series that uh, looks at our picture of God, the essential steps to walking with Jesus. And uh, so far this week we've looked at, does my picture of God matter? Uh, We've discussed what is the gospel, as well as what is repentance. Is it essential to actually repent, and what does it actually mean anyway? And so if you're interested in looking into uh, those various programs that have run at this time, at uh, the drive time hour, uh, of this past week, then we encourage you to go to faithfm.com.au uh, uh, and there you'll find Drive Time Big Q&A uh, and our programming there. And also, uh, it, it bears mentioning uh, as well, many great programs are focused on the most challenging of questions, the big ticket item and questions in the world today. Well, today we're digging a little bit deeper and we're asking a question that I think has weighed upon the heart of many people for many different reasons. And that is the the key question that all of us want to know from a child all the way through to a teenager, uh, right on through to adulthood, and that is, can I know that I have been accepted? Nobody wants to be rejected. Everybody wants to know the joy of being fully wanted, loved, and accepted. And so today, uh, I have the, the wonderful privilege of being able to explore this together from the Bible with my dear friend and brother, Fabiano. Pastor Fabiano, it's great to have you with us on the program. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor Hugh. Now, Fabiano, you're going to be looking at uh, this very question with us today. You're our presenter today, and uh, uh, really looking forward to what you have to share with us uh, on that question. Mm. Uh, To help us uh, unpack this somewhat, uh, we've also got a free giveaway for our listeners. And our free giveaway today uh, is Knowing Jesus, Knowing God by David Marshall. And uh, you can uh, have this as your free uh, offer from us uh, just simply by texting in our secret code word. It's not secret very much longer, is it now? But SA131, that's SA131 to 04888880811. So that's SA131 to 04888880811. And that free offer can be yours, Knowing Jesus, Knowing God. Great book, great reading, could change your life. All right, well, we're going to turn our attention to things of the world, things that have been happening in the world around us uh, in recent times. And well, it's a little bit of our, a little, I guess, segment of our program that we like to call uh, World Watch. And, uh, oh, that was uh, an interesting interlude there. I-, I love the sound of your phone, Pastor, Pastor Fabiano. Uh, that's a very pastoral ringtone, I must say. Uh, lift up the trumpet and loud let it ring. Amen. Uh, Jesus is coming Jesus is coming again. Oh, course. that's a great ringtone. That is really the anthem <laughs> of, uh, of our message. But um, interestingly, uh, when we are here in the studio for Faith FM, my phone turns on to a focus mode. For those with the iPhones, they will know. It should be on uh, uh, Faith FM, which means usually no phone calls goes through. So I'm amazed at how this went through. Maybe mm-hmm. it's one of those numbers that I have made as an exception. So Maybe. my apologies. <clears throat> yes. Well, you know, with a ringtone like that, I think uh, every number is an exception. <laughs> uh, and uh, we don't take any... Uh, uh, any uh, uh, 
uh, I guess, uh, exception to that as well. Uh, we're very pleased that, uh, that you've got that as your ringtone. Mm. And it's really the theme of every genuine Christian heart, uh, looking forward to the second coming of Jesus. Amen. But in the meantime, uh, let's, let's come back to our World Watch, uh, this segment where we, we look at things uh, that are happening in uh, the world around us today. It uh, really caught my attention in recent times. It seems to be a recurring theme, uh, Fabiano, about uh, religious... Uh, rights and freedoms, uh, and in particular, <clears throat> one of the flashpoints for this has, in recent times, related to uh, the the rights of people to protest, mm. uh, both Christian, yes, and Muslim, and Hindu, and uh, Buddhist, and whatever other religion a person happens to belong to, or mm. or have as the the lens through which they see life, and yes. so. Uh, it's interesting to me that recently, very recently, in fact, in this last month, the UN Rights Council <clears throat> has approved a resolution on religious hatred. Uh, and it's approved this uh, with, re- well, really after a series of events that have occurred primarily in uh, Scandinavia, but also other parts of the world, yes. uh, where uh, there have been burnings of holy books or scriptures, <clears throat> and in particular uh, of the Quran. Mm. And uh, it's uh, interesting, this one, because I think a lot of us, if not most of us, would agree that uh, yes. it, it is quite egregious to uh, really uh, to treat with contempt <clears throat> another person's most deeply held and cherished beliefs yeah. uh, to the point where we would actually uh, seek to, uh, to denigrate <clears throat> and to destroy uh, their... Uh, their uh, most prized possessions mm. uh, or most prized uh, uh, religious scriptures in this instance or, or texts or, or artworks. Yes. And uh, of particular uh, interest where, where this is concerned <clears throat> is that uh, whilst that's true with regards to the Quran, just as much as it is with respect to uh, references to Jesus Christ, uh, and I remember some years ago uh, in New Zealand, uh, where I lived and ministered for quite some years, that mm. uh, there was an artwork that went around the world, and at one point in time it was resident within New Zealand for a period of time, and it uh, was called the Piss Christ. And okay. it was basically a uh, a picture of somebody urinating uh, upon an image of Jesus. Uh, that was the artwork. Mm. Uh, and so you can imagine the uproar that occurred within New Zealand, within yes. the Christian population yes, as that. Yes, for sure. Uh, likewise, you can also understand where many Muslims would come from mm. uh, if they saw people uh, chanting and, uh, and, and deriding, but also, for that matter, yes. uh, burning their most sacred text. That's right. Uh, so you can certainly understand where they're coming from. But what might surprise listeners is that uh, a number of Western countries actually opposed this resolution that went to the United Nations. And one of them was, uh, I guess you would say, what's often called the uh, the heartland of religious freedom, and that's the United States. The United States wow. actually opposed, as did many other Western nations, opposed this resolution, in fact strongly opposed it. Uh, and uh, I wonder if you can guess why uh, they would oppose uh, the the idea of uh, uh, of protecting religious beliefs, sensibilities and rights. Yeah, um, I'm trying to understand why they would oppose that, seeing that, um, uh, the U.S., uh, is, uh, uh, uh many a times, uh, regarded as a, 
uh, uh, Christian nation or, or at least a nation that is spiritual. Mm. Uh, and I mean, on their dollar bill, it says in God we trust. Uh, and in their constitution, you know, there's, there's a, there's a recognition of, uh, uh, individuals, uh, conscience and it's quite strange, but just me right here, you know, this is, I'm not getting this from anyone or anything really, but this, but just me thinking, I just had this, uh, almost like a, a thought comes to come, come to my mind. And I'm thinking, could it be that maybe, and I know I'm, I'm, I'm probably wrong on this, but could it be that maybe, uh, seeing that society, uh, is, uh, all, almost uh, pretty much, uh, pr- predominantly in the West, seeing that, uh, most people are, I guess, uh, heading in the direction of, hey, let's just, uh, embrace everything and, and anything. Could it be that maybe they, they don't know how to respond to that in that? I don't know. Uh, I'm just wondering whether that could be part of it, but I'm not mm. sure. But that's strange. It is strange. It, it is interesting, isn't it? Um, in fact, last month, an Iraqi-born protest actually caused outrage across the Muslim world right. <clears throat> after tearing pages from the Quran, yeah, then taking yeah. them and wiping his shoes with some of them, and then burning others outside a mosque in or a masjid in yeah, Stockholm. Yeah. Uh, and he did this during uh, Eid uh, or yeah, Eid yeah. al-Adha. And uh, so you can imagine just how how hurt and offended yeah. uh, uh, many Muslims were by this. But I, it, what it also raises, though, I suppose, is the right to freedom of expression. Right. And yes. uh, one could certainly understand if someone were to uh, take what is yours yes. and actually uh, dispossess you of yes. a possession of yours that you mm. bought, that you own, yeah. uh, and yeah. then to seek to destroy it and ransack it, um, how that might be different from a person who owns something. Yes. In this case, he actually owned that Quran. Yeah. Uh, and he decided that he was going to uh, deface and he was going mm. to rip up and tear up and destroy right. what belonged to right. him. Right. Uh, I guess the question would be asked, well, would we be so offended if it happened in a private place as opposed to a public place? Right. But, but nonetheless, <clears throat> many Western nations were concerned by this, this uh, resolution uh-huh. because of how it might impinge upon uh, the freedom of expression, but also, right. ironically, uh-huh. how it might actually uh, uh, breach freedom of religion. Okay. Because an, a really critical yeah. uh, component of yeah. the freedom of religion, of course, is the right and the ability to discuss religion, okay. to compare viewpoints, to contrast them, even to agree as well as to disagree with right. each other. Right. Um, right. Sometimes perhaps even vehemently, but hopefully never violently. Yeah, hopefully not. <laughs> yes. yeah. yeah, so, so That's it looks like there's, 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 mm. there's mm. multiple sides, of course, to this yes, whole question yes, of the yes. freedom of religion and freedom of rights. Right. Yeah, yes. now I, I can see how there's, um, there will be a tension for sure. Mm. Uh, because yes, there is an individual level there and there's a societal level, uh, or maybe we, even before that, we'll get to a denomination level or, or faith level, then societal level and, uh, trying to decide on something that might do justice to both of those levels is so difficult. Mm. Um, okay. I, I can see definitely, uh, maybe where they're coming from, but I, I must admit that this is um a very uh difficult thing to think through as a person of faith mm. and i can understand where our muslim brothers are uh coming from as well uh yeah it is it is very sad and uh, not yeah. not something that um as a people of faith not something that uh, we would um be happy about hearing that another person is being um 
uh, that, that another person is, is, is feeling offended and rightly so, uh, because, uh, uh, they believe that, um, um, and has been done that, uh, you know, that, uh, their sacred book, um, uh, or any other thing that is sacred to them for that matter is mm. being, um, treated with disrespect. It is, it is, yeah, it is very sad. Yes. Yeah, so I wonder what, what our thoughts would be if, uh, if a local synagogue for mm. that matter, yeah. uh, with all of the, uh, anti-Semitic behavior that's happened around the world in, in right. recent years, it seems to be on the rise. Mm. I wonder what our thoughts would be with regards to, say, a Molotov cocktail being thrown into a synagogue and being yeah. set alight yeah. or, yeah. uh, <clears throat> or for that matter, uh, a, a, um, uh, Graves, uh, well, maybe not graves, but let's say signs. Let's be a little right. bit less provocative, uh-huh. but maybe a, a sign that's been desecrated or, or attacked. Yeah. Um, uh, maybe it's uh, maybe a, a the Star of David yeah. is taken yeah. and desecrated. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and but in this case, maybe it's actually a Star of David that was owned by a person uh, mm. themselves. How would we feel? About such a thing taking place, I think we'd all be yeah, quite upset yeah, by yeah, that yeah, to think that that sure. was happening in our communities. Uh, yes. And so, uh, rightly, I think we should be really condemning mm. uh, such burnings yes. uh, of yes. Quran or of the Bible, right. uh, or of uh, you know yeah. the, the Talmud, yeah. or yes. for that matter, the Bhagavad Gita, whatever it yes. happens to be, whichever scriptural text we're talking about, yeah. uh, or anything which is is very highly symbolic mm. of of a religion, but at the same time. Whilst we might condemn that, we also need to defend free speech. Yes. Um, I, I remember a number of years ago that uh, it was being roundly debated in this country and other countries, uh, going back about 20 years ago now, uh, or even closer to 30, the idea of uh, anti-conversion laws mm. uh, and the idea of uh, not being able to say anything which would be considered offensive or derogatory towards another faith. Right. Uh, and, of course, that, that put a chill wind uh, through people's uh, uh, well, through their spine to think that uh, there, there could be uh, a curtailing of our freedom to speak openly yeah. about why we believe what we believe. And sometimes that means saying what we do believe, what we stand for, but also what we don't stand for and what mm. we don't believe. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I think we need to defend that right whilst at the yes. same time uh, roundly condemning uh, acts which are simply caused to divide yes. uh, and to uh, and, and to cause uh, a great division and violence within yeah. society as well. There needs to be a balance struck, don't you think? I agree. I agree. And I think um, for those, uh, um, for the people of faith who are very strong on certain um, opinions and, 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 pardon me, and uh, who are very um, passionate about a certain something, <clears throat> I, I think we need to also differentiate. Um, uh, uh, a disagreement of mm. a uh, line of reasoning. Yes. Uh, you know, we may know, we, in fact, we do not all believe the same thing. Mm. Um, I do not believe that all roads lead to Rome in the matters of faith, right? I do not believe in pluralism. And so, yes, we do not believe the same things. We, mm. in fact, we disagree. We do believe that, you know, some are in the wrong, heading in the wrong direction. But I do not believe, however, that just because we disagree, then we should take an, a, another step and do something that would hurt another person, uh, that would offend another person. Um, uh, I think when we do that, we are actually, especially let me speak from a Christian point of view, I think we'll be breaking uh, some of God's commandments. You know, God is a God of justice. Uh, and um, uh, yes, there are certain 
uh, scenarios that may be difficult for people to understand in our faith uh, when I say that God is a God of justice, but actually scripture and uh, the overall uh, uh, narrative or story of scripture is that God is a God of justice, a uh, God of love, and uh, gives every person a chance to uh, truly express themselves, even if you disagree with uh, God and his existence or, or what he says. We are all given that uh, 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 chance and space. Yes. Yeah. Yes, we can be very glad for the the rights enshrined in human yeah. rights law, but also enshrined within the Westminster system that we yeah. live under here in Australia. Mm. Uh, to think that we, well, really, there wouldn't be uh, uh, any Protestantism uh, <laughs> if it wasn't for the fact that yeah. uh, that there was the ability to disagree. In fact, that's right. Almost wasn't, of course, yeah. uh, going back to the Middle Ages, but. Mm. Uh, uh, if they hadn't have had that right of free speech yeah. protected increasingly over time, mm. uh, there certainly wouldn't be uh, Protestantism within yeah. Christianity. There yeah. wouldn't be, uh, for that matter, the ability of atheists to think what they think yes. uh, within today's uh, society as well. So mm. certainly want to uphold the human rights and dignity of every person made in the image of God. That's right. And uh, so, yeah, interesting uh, what's happening out it there is. in the world yeah. uh, with regards to these questions of human rights mm. and uh, the right to belief. Yes. The right to freedom of expression. That's right. Uh, and defending that and defending somebody else's right to believe what they believe. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Even yes. as we believe differently. Yes, And the, yes. the right to say that we do so. All right. Well, interesting uh, uh, discussion there. Uh, interesting what's indeed. happening at the United Nations in that regard. Mm. Uh, well, today, of course, we're going to be looking at... Um, we might not always agree with each other, but yeah. hey, look, we can understand and, and hopefully fully embrace the fact that God mm. fully wants, loves, and accepts us. That's right. Uh, and, and how does that work? How is yes. it that we yes. can know that, that we can be accepted uh, by God? Uh, well, amen. to get us off on the right mm. path there, let's uh, tune in now to a great song here by Casting Crowns. Wonderful. It's called Tis So Sweet to Trust in Jesus. Amen. Jesus 
indeed we hope that you're really enjoying what you're listening to here on faith fm that's positively different uh, on the airwaves and uh, if you if you would like to uh, donate to uh, faith fm we really appreciate that of course because we live off of the donations of our listeners uh, as well as the support uh, of uh, of other uh, organizations like avenus world radio mm-hmm. uh, but uh, today we're talking about uh, can i know that I have been accepted. It's it's the cry yeah. of every heart to to know that we've been accepted, that uh, yes. we're not rejected. That's right. That we're fully accepted, and and that we have this deep sense of belonging. Amen. Uh, this is something which uh, everyone really needs uh, to know and to have in their life. And uh, of course, God understands this. Uh, he made us that way. Yes. Um, now, there's a book that we want to share with our listeners. It's a free giveaway today. It's called Knowing Jesus. Knowing God. Uh, it's written by David Marshall. It's a great book. It can be yours by just simply texting uh, the code word SA131 uh, to 04888880811. That's SA131 to 04888880811. And that free offer can be yours. All right. So uh, the, the, uh, uh, the topic for today is Can I Know That I Have Been Accepted? Uh, we've been listening to uh, someone. Uh, just recently, a uh, great speaker, international speaker, Gary Webster. Mm. Gary Webster <clears throat> has been talking really, I guess, the the uh, underlying theme all the way through what he's been sharing yes. uh, at Prophetica recently as well as at uh, the Countdown, at the Countdown mm. series uh, has been all about, can I know I'm, I'm accepted by God? What plans does he, does he have in mind for me and for my future? Yes. What does the future hold? Uh, and uh, if you're in Adelaide tonight, it's really good to know that uh, Gary Webster is also back in Adelaide. Oh, yes. Uh, and he's going to be presenting tonight at the Denison Center yes. in Mawson Lakes at 7.30 p.m. this evening. So if you're thinking to yourself, what am I going to do this evening? Why don't you pop on down to the Denison Center and uh, take some time to listen to Gary Webster, a great speaker, a uh, man with many degrees, archaeology, history, science, and religion, uh, and uh, someone that uh, speaks in such a way as to really bring history, bring uh, current affairs, as well as the Word of God, uh, to life into the sharp focus. Mm. Um, and he'll be doing the same thing tomorrow night at another venue at Glandor. That's and Fabiano, right. that's in your neck of the woods, isn't it? Oh, uh, it is, yes. yes. Number 25, uh, now Dara Street in Glendora, just uh, close to the, uh, 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 what is it, uh, Anzac Highway. Mm. Yeah. That's on Friday night? Friday night. At what time? 
Uh, 7 p.m. 7 p.m. That's right. Yes, and he'll also be speaking across Saturday and Sunday. That's correct. This weekend. If you want That's to know right. more about that, you can uh, text, or rather you can call in on 0410-994-067 uh, to find out about what's happening at the uh, the Denison Center. That's right. Uh, to find out what's happening at Glendor, which number yes. would you call there, yes. uh, Fabiano? Uh, 0415-030-590. Mm, you don't yeah. want to miss out hearing Gary. Great That's right. speaker. Amen. All right, well. Coming to another great speaker, and yes. that's Fabiano. Fabiano, <laughs> uh, can I know that I've been accepted? Well, thank you. That's a, a, an amazing question to ask. Um, you see, in the previous presentations, um, the some of our colleagues have presented here on the Draft Time program, and I highly recommend that you go back and listen to those uh, uh, on the essential steps to walking with Jesus. Um, and uh, so today we pick up on where others have left off. And pr- primarily, we are, uh, are focusing on the primacy of repent uh, of repentance, which was the topic covered yesterday. But uh, but venturing more into you know once you've made once you've made the U turn, once you've confessed and repented, which is the U turn. The question then, which I guess for some tends to remain, is hey, hey, how do I know truly if I've been accepted? How do I know? Uh, yes, I. You know, scripture says I'm forgiven, but how do I know? Can I know truly I've been accepted? That is the question. Uh, and, um, I would like to say from the get go that the question is not whether you should believe and be certain whether you've been accepted, but rather it's a question of faith, um, to begin with. And I will explain why. Uh, do you believe God's word? If you do, I believe, uh, the Bible is very clear on this and we'll find some solid answers to your questioning. And, uh, you know, can I know, um, can I be certain that I've been accepted? I believe that uh, if you're asking that question, uh, I believe you're in the right place. Uh, that means your heart is seeking and longing after God. And that is not a bad thing. Uh, in fact, the, the fact that you're pursuing God is a right thing, and that's what we should all be doing. Uh, now, to have the certainty that you've been forgiven uh, and that uh, um, God uh, loves you and uh, that uh, he has forgiven your sins, um, that uh, he has accepted you into in his family, uh, I believe scripture is clear on this. Let's pick up uh, from uh, some important text from the Bible, from God's word uh, uh, itself. Uh, Mark chapter 11, verse 24, the Bible says, Therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. Just in case you missed uh, the import of the of this text, when you pray, when you ask, you know, believe. Mm. That is really the uh, the command here, or the uh, the word of assurance. Believe uh, that you have received that which you have prayed for. Mm. Now we can take time and unpack this and talk about prayer, but I want to lean on the side of those who have come to Christ. Uh, or even those who are already uh, on a journey with God uh, and uh, have gone to a point where they felt convicted that they needed to confess of a certain sin and repent of that, which is, you know, making a U-turn. Uh, but still, in their hearts, they still feel guilty. They still feel like, mm. maybe there's something more that I still need to do. Or, how do I know truly if I'm forgiven? Mm. Well, the Bible does say that when you've asked, when you've prayed, when, you, when, when you've repented, when you've confessed, 
believe. And so I believe that uh, uh, it is important that we uh, take God at his word. Mm. And uh, if scripture says that we need to believe that we've been forgiven, then let us believe. And uh, uh, the prayer uh, that is always answered is a prayer of confession and the prayer of repentance. Mm. Uh, So long as it's coming from a genuine heart, of course. Uh, But I do believe that that prayer is always answered. So Fabiana, what, what would you say to the person who's been genuinely hurt, maybe hurt yes. many times in the past, uh, and they've suffered trauma as a result mm. of that? Yes. Maybe it's fractured their uh, past relationships. Maybe it has uh, uh, really torn and uh, ruined their ability in many respects yeah. to trust another person mm. again yeah. with their deep, deepest, innermost feelings. Yes. Uh, and and they, they just... No matter how many times that yeah. they're, they're told, yeah. um, or it's said to them, you know, uh, you, I accept you, I yes. like you, I yes. love you. They, they are just waiting. Yes. Pensively to be rejected. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you can understand why, of course, can't That's you? That's right. Um, so what would you say to a person who, who would say, look, I, I've, I've been hurt so many times before. Yeah. How can I really know? That I've been accepted. I hear the words, but how can I really know I've been accepted? <laughs> okay. Well, uh, first and foremost, I want to go back to uh, the text that many people are familiar with. Mm. Um, the Bible does say that, um, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him, if you believe in him, well, the Bible the Bible uh, continues uh, with that verse by saying, Whosoever believeth in him, uh, shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Mm. Uh, so there is life eternal guaranteed if you believe. Wow. Uh, you may not in your mind, um, uh, let me put it this way, you may not feel something, mm. but the Bible says, and this is God's word, God is saying to you and to me today, if we believe, life eternal is guaranteed. Mm. Um, in fact, you'll find that in Scripture, the emotional side of things is not the most important, uh, uh, um, is not the most important. Let me put it that way. Yes. And that we should yeah. actually not trust our feelings because mm. scripture does say that the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. True. In fact, scripture then poses a, a question, who can know it? Mm. And so truly, I do believe that, um, uh, our, our trust in God should not be based on the feeling because our hearts will deceive us many times. And I do believe that if you are a human being who is, uh, 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 from, let's say the, the, in your teenage, uh, if you're, if you've grown past the teenage stage, mm. you, you, you truly understand that the, the heart is not <laughs> to be trusted always. And so yes. you do not have to wait. Mm. To feel something, uh, right. and you do not even have to wait for a miracle. Mm. You, you simply have to accept that God's word, uh, is, um, what God's word says is, it means what it says, if that makes sense. If God says that uh, if you believed in God, if you, if you trusted in Jesus, then you have eternal life. You do have eternal life. So, so knowing yeah. that you're accepted <clears throat> comes down not so much to how you feel. That's right. But how he feels about you. Amen. Mm, and and that's actually a very good observation because the Bible says uh, in that same text that God loved the world. Mm. Now, um, in other parts of Scripture, Paul does say that uh, we did not love him first. Um, and in fact, yes. uh, the recollection of my memory says that uh, that part of text is that while we were yet still in our sins, mm. 
God loved us. So truly, the love of God comes first uh, before we can even feel toward Him or even feel anything about Him. God's love is um, all-encompassing and and uh, God loves us uh, full stop. Um, and so I would definitely uh, concur there and say uh, 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 we do not have to wait to feel something because God uh, already loves us. It's a matter of... Um, us just saying, thank you, Lord. So you've said a number yes. of really interesting things there. You've pointed yeah. out that it's not just about how we feel. Yes. It's how he feels about us. That's correct. It's his love for us that saves us, that accepts yes. us, that, yes. that makes us fully uh, included within, oh, yes. within his family, within his kingdom. That's right. Uh, but you've also, I think, really talked to, uh, yes. I think, to the heart of many people who might feel that they've been broken down by so yes. many things in life that mm. they don't really feel worth anything anymore. Mm. And and so um, you know, I wonder if you might speak to that in terms of uh, uh-huh. how God sees us and and yes. the worth that we have in his eyes. Oh yes. Uh good question actually. I, I believe that um first and foremost uh l- there's a text in scripture. In fact, I can I think I can bring this up. Uh this text um says uh it, it really it's one of those texts that uh, uh for me uh, uh um highlights the worth of every human being in the eyes of God. Uh, it is this text that says that we are uh, the apple of his eye. Um, uh, in fact, while, okay, I will find the text as we, as we continue and I will share that. But let me come to another text that, uh, uh, may help us understand how God feels about us. Um, let's take, uh, uh for example, the, uh, text that is found in Isaiah 118. Mm. Uh, in Isaiah 118, um, I believe, uh, this is the text. Yes. Uh, in Isaiah 118, uh, God invites us and he says, come now, let us reason together, says the Lord. God, so we've already seen John 3.16, God loves us, right? Uh, and uh, here now, God also invites us to reason with him, even when we have gone so far away from him. Uh, and uh, also, uh, there's the text uh, that I uh, have uh, mentioned, even though I cannot remember the actual reference, but it's the one that says uh, that uh, God loved us even while we're yet still in our, sin, in our sins. Mm, so yes. I guess what I'm trying to say here is that um, God's, God loves us Already, he loved us already before we were even born. I'm even reminded of uh, the words to Jeremiah that he, uh, where he confirms to Jeremiah that he knew him before he was even born. Mm. And I do believe that he knew all, he knew each one of us before we were even born. So really there is this, uh, a truth, uh, that says that God knew us, loves us, loved us, and still loves us mm. before we even uh, come to uh, the knowledge of him or even accept him or even, uh, uh, receive him in our hearts. God is already, um, um, you know, I guess a mile, a mile ahead of us in in this idea of uh, wanting to draw us close to Him. So, yeah. Mm. So So, even, even though others might have made us feel less than worthy, and Mm. even though we might ourselves have actually done some things that were rather unworthy of, of, uh, who we are as God's children or of Him. That's right. uh, He still, Loves us, yes, and and sees us of immense worth. To oh, him. definitely, yeah, worth, definitely. worthy of his love and acceptance. That's right, yeah. that's right. And and I 
do not want anyone to actually miss this point. Um, God's love is so great, it's so deep, uh, and um, you cannot run away from it <laughs> because uh, you know Scripture tells us in First John four eight that He is love, mm. uh, and Paul gives us a little bit of an understanding of that in First Corinthians thirteen, uh, and uh, uh, where he says, you know, uh, um, you know. Uh, that uh, that this love is so deep in that uh it does not yes rejoice in uh evil but yet it still takes us as 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 we are as human beings and as people who are valued and created in his image uh, and so yes god if there's anything that you should take away anyways from this message is that god loves us period mm. full stop <laughs> that's why that's pretty much it now well. yes that does not mean that he uh, uh is happy about uh, wrongdoing mm-hmm. um no uh That's but a- that is separate and separated from him loving us he still loves us um just like a parent yes. a parent um uh, may um uh, uh, uh be challenged by a child uh um in many ways mm. and 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 all of us can understand this. Some of us may be aunties, uncles, and we have been frustrated at, at one point or another. <laughs> but that does not mean, uh, and we I do not believe we ever we ever uh, uh, arrived at a point where we say, "I do not love this person." Mm. Um, and if we've ever uttered those words, we probably didn't know what we were saying. We were just out of you know out of anger, out of frustration. Yeah. We probably say that, "Hey, uh, 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 we disliked," you know, mm. but not. Not to love, because I, th- I yeah. do believe that deep down inside, um, we, uh, 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 love, um, and here I'm speaking for, I guess, as, as a parent, we love our children yes. regardless. Yes. Yeah, we, we love our children. And so God loves us even more. Mm. And so clearly, uh, yes. the Bible's making it abundantly clear that, yes. uh, that God loves us. Yes. And that, uh, He does. That's uh, right. Wish to accept us. Yes. And, and, Many a time, it's us that's holding back on that and mm. not allowing, allowing ourselves to be accepted. Yes. What are some ways, perhaps, that, that God has demonstrated yes. His uh, His love and acceptance of us, so that we can really truly believe and take Him at His word mm. that uh, that we are loved and accepted and forgiven? Well, before I come to that question, um, notice First John chapter four verse ten. Mm. In this is love, not that we loved God. But that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation mm. for our sins. Mm. And that word propitiation, if my memory serves me correct, it is the fact that he was, um, uh, 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 he pretty much became the sacrifice, uh, that, um, and, uh, almost like a, a, a an exchange. Um, uh, and so I guess we can, you know, check the, Greek uh, uh, word behind that, so don't quote me, but I, I I think I might be on the right track there. But I think the most important thing not to miss here is that, uh, uh, you know, John says, this is love. Not that we loved God, but he loved us first and was even willing to give his son for us. That's why the verse uh, John 3.16 is so powerful because it says, mm. for God so loved the world that he gave not that we came seeking for God. Not that we came, you know, pleading and asking God to take us out of this mess. No, 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 not at all. No one called Jesus. No, we didn't. But He came. Mm. God gave, and that is the love uh, that uh, 
Uh, we find in scripture and uh, this is the God of the Bible. Mm. Uh, it is a God who comes uh, searching, searching and seeking uh, his erring children, uh, not with um, uh, any wrong intentions behind. No, not at all, but rather a God who loves us. Yeah. Yeah. And now coming back to the question. Sorry, remind me the question you had just <laughs> yes, asked. Yes. So, so how has God demonstrated this? I mean, yes. wor- words, as we know, words yeah. can be cheap. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah. actions speak louder than words. Right. Now, of course, we can take God at his word, but mm. there's, we have good reason to do so, don't we? What, yes. what some ways that God has demonstrated exactly what you're Yes, saying. yes, exactly. Uh, yeah. About Jesus laying down his life uh, mm. for us. Yes. In fact, that takes me to John chapter 15. Uh, let's come to John chapter 15. Uh, you find some beautiful words here um, and uh, uh, here in John chapter 15 we'll find the following text uh, where Jesus speaks about laying down his life for us let me quickly uh, um, bring this up here um, it, it should start with the words greater love has none than this This I remember mm. this from my, my King James uh, mm. <laughs> version uh, here it is verse 13 greater love has no one than this. So we can immediately conclude that what we're about to hear yes. is the epitome, right? The, uh, uh, it is love at its best. Yes. Greater love has none than this than to lay down one's life for his friends, mm. right? Verse 14, you are my friends if you do what Whatever I command you, no longer do I call you servants for a servant does not know what, and then, and then he continues there. But, uh, but that point there in verse 13 is key. He laid down his life for us. Uh, that is the same, uh, thing that uh, John 3.16 emphasizes. Uh, and it is the same thing that First uh, John chapter 4, I believe we had read, we had just read, uh, emphasizes truly uh, how uh, I guess the best way I can simply answer that question is uh, God, uh, Jesus laid down his life for us. Uh, 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 the sinless son of God took our place, took the punishment upon himself, and we took his place, which we did not deserve. Mm. And so uh, there is that great exchange. There, There is that uh, 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 sacrifice which is uh, so great and truly uh, one that... Uh, 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 I guess uh, words fail to, ex- to just to explain because it is truly love demonstrated in that God was willing to put everything at risk, put heaven at risk, and uh, uh, He was willing to actually die in our place. I I can't think of anything bigger, greater, better than that. Yes. I don't know. I don't know about you, Pastor Hugh, but for me that is. Um, amazing. It is. Yeah. <clears throat> truly yeah. is amazing love. Yeah. Uh, and that's actually quite a good segue. Uh, you, I know you didn't intend that, <laughs> but uh, there's a great song here by Simon Karolsky. In fact, yes. he, he didn't originally do it. This is his cover. Uh, you might have heard of it before. Okay. Amazing Grace. Yes. <laughs> let's, uh, let's hear that uh, beautiful song. Amazing Grace. How sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. Thank you. 
Amazing Grace. And it really says it all, doesn't it? Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. Uh, to think that uh, we have such unmerited favor and grace from God. Mm. Uh, and, uh, of course, we're talking here about um how can I know that I have been accepted? Well, to help us uh, in this pursuit of knowing how we not so much rejected but accepted by by God when we come to him openly and freely saying, Lord, I, I, this is what I've done. This is who I am. And, mm. and I confess my you know, what I've done. And we come before God. Amen. Uh, and uh, there's a great book that helps us with this. It's called The Bible. Mm. But if you, if uh, beyond that, there's another great book that we can recommend today. It's our free giveaway. It is Knowing Jesus, Knowing God. Amen. Uh, and you can Simply text SA131 to 04888-80811, and that free offer can be all yours. Well, in the time we have available, I want to turn straight back over to Fabiano. And Fabiano, let's continue that thought. How can I know that I've been accepted? Ah, well, thank you once again, Pastor Hugh. I think I think the first uh, uh, part of this uh, uh, discussion, Bible study, uh, has truly... Uh, answer that question. Uh, God accepts us regardless. God loves us. He loved us before we even uh, knew of Him or even, uh, you know, uh, responded to Him, and He still loves us. Uh, and, um, the Bible does say that in Psalms 33 verse 18, Behold, the eye of the Lord is on those who fear Him, on those who hope in His mercy. God's eye is on you constantly. Uh, and uh, you are, you know, as He says in Zechariah 2, 8, that uh, we are the apple of His eyes. And so, um, yeah, regardless of where you're at, where you're at and regardless of how you feel, it's actually not about you, but it's about him. It's about how he feels about you, that matter. Mm. Um, but, but I want to quickly turn to, uh, those who have also begun, uh, their work with God and, you know, they've confessed their sins, they've repented, but they still feel guilty. They still feel like maybe God has not yet accepted me. He has not yet forgiven me. You know, they do not have that peace in their hearts. Well, God himself sir, says, uh, uh, in his word, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. See, the key word there is that he is faithful so long as we have confessed them. We do not mm. have to wait uh, yes. to feel a certain way. And only that uh, in Romans 8 verse 1, it says there is no condemnation now. To those who are in Christ Jesus, right? And so this is very, very important for us to understand. You see, there are many Bible promises which we could turn to if we had time. But, uh, uh, you know, one in particular that I would like to read out is this one here uh, from Ezekiel 18.32. I have blotted out as a thick cloud thy transgressions and as a cloud thy sins, right? Uh, God, so long as you come to him, so long as you confess your sins, he has forgiven you. Uh, uh, and uh, so long as you have uh, genuinely opened up your heart to God, he has accepted you, he has received you, and you should not wait and linger and keep asking other questions. Because by doing so, uh, you're actually saying that you probably don't trust in his word. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it is important for us to take God at his word. Um, just uh, lastly here, uh, some words beautifully written in the book uh, Steps to Christ, uh, page 51. It says, you cannot atone for your past sins. You cannot change your heart and make yourself holy. But God promises to do all this for you through Christ. You believe that promise. That is, that is what, that's what's important. And so friends, in conclusion, God 
loves us. Mm. God uh, forgives us if we ask uh, for forgiveness. Um, and uh, God is willing to send his Holy Spirit, this is Romans chapter 8, uh, to work in and through us and to do all of that which we uh, uh, we are aspiring to do in Christ Jesus. And uh, uh, God is ready to um, journey with us and to pour out his love in our hearts so we may actually draw even more closer to him. Mm. You do not have to rely on feelings. In fact, you shouldn't because those feelings will deceive you many a times. Mm. But rather you should actually uh, uh, accept or rather receive these promises and uh, uh, take him at his word. Yes. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, I like what you've said there, Fabian. It's, it's so true to say, isn't it, that, that when, we, when we know that, there's something we've done or said yes. that may have come between us and someone else. Yes. It's really testament to the kind of person they are yes. as much as it is to you know, mm. who we are, but testament to who they are that we feel comfortable to go to them and say, yes. look, I, I'm, I'm sorry for what I did. Yeah. And uh, I know that it caused a separation or a gap in, in our relationship. Uh, and so to think that, uh, that God is that kind of person. In fact, he, yeah. Is, yeah. he is exactly that kind of person. That's right. Uh, and uh, with that character that he has, that is one that is so open and willing to say, I'm ready and willing to forgive and to yes. accept you back into fellowship, into, into my arms, uh, like as if you'd never left. Yes. Uh, that, that's such a great love for us, mm. isn't it? And mm. uh, so mm. uh, there's, there's nothing more we can do yeah. to make God love us more. Uh, or, to, uh, or that could make him love us less. Yes. And, uh, and, and yeah, sorry. Oh, sorry. Yes. And, and, and two, if some, if, if you're still feeling guilty, yes. uh, and, uh, if, uh, 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 if you still feel like you are a sinner, mm. one, understand that God has forgiven you because scripture says he's faithful and just yes. to forgive and to cleanse, right? Yes. Hence in Isaiah 118, he even invites you, he says, though your sins may be red as crimson, they shall be white as snow. Yes. However, I want to also, uh, 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 share this thought that, if you still feel like a sinner, mm. that's the right place to be. And I'm, I, and, and to be honest, I believe that that's where we should be. Because mm. the closer we come to God, yes. the more we realize of how unworthy we are. Yes, and we true. should, and we appreciate God, God's love even more. Mm. And yeah. we draw closer to Him even more. And yes. I mean, if we didn't see ourselves as sinners, then we will probably start falling into the trap of seeing ourselves as righteous and you know not needing any uh, mm. uh, 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 any fixing or you know not needing God at all. Yes. Um, so yes, Scripture actually reminds us that the closer we come to God, in fact, we see that in the mm. life of Paul, Romans chapter seven. Mm. The closer we come to God, the sinful we see ourselves. But that has nothing to say about being accepted mm. or having the peace uh, of God. No. In fact, so long as we trust in him and we take him at his word, God says that you are his own. Beautiful. Much, yeah. oh, well, thank you so much, uh, Fabian. I really have enjoyed listening to what you've had to share with us today. And uh, I can't wait for the next time that we sit down together again here at Drive Time Big Q&A and, and, and hear what uh, Fabian is going to share with us straight from the heart, straight from the word of God for each one of us. Uh, let's, uh, let's just close our program today with a word of prayer. Father, I just want to thank you so very much for who you are. We see it best demonstrated in the person of your son, the Lord Jesus Christ, to think that he... He uh, gave up and, and surrendered uh, uh, sonship uh, in the heavens to become a brother uh, upon earth with us uh, and uh, became 
uh, no longer just merely son of God, but son of man. So we want to thank you that uh, because of what he has done for us, has lived as one of us, how he's died as one of us, that we can see very clearly displayed uh, his goodness and his love uh, for each one uh, of us, no matter how we feel uh, about uh, ourselves or feel about what we've done, to think that you are such a good God uh, who uh, uh, attracts us to you because of your goodness but also are so good that uh, in turn you do not repel us, but that you fully accept us uh, and and love us when we say, Lord, uh, I'm sorry for the past. I just want to be in friendship and forever friendship with you. Uh, Thank you, Lord, for what you've done for each one of us. And thank you, Lord, too, that uh, when our hearts condemn us, even after we've confessed our sins, and you are faithful and just to forgive those sins. Even if our hearts condemn us, we know that you are greater than our hearts. And even though you know everything. So thank you, Father, for hearing our prayer. We look forward to that day when we will see you face to face and know, uh, not just by faith, but know face to face that we are fully accepted, wanted and loved. Thank you, Lord, for hearing our prayer. We pray in Jesus name. Amen. This program has been made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. more.